I'm Jakub Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled. In this series, I hope to demystify technology in the world of business. Join me as we explore how technology can make your business better. In this episode, we're chatting about creating customer delight, a quest for a connected customer journey. We're chatting about what an omnichannel contact center is, uh, what that customer engagement looks like, how virtual agents can improve and speed up interactions, and if AI really can help you make your customers happier. By the end of this episode, you'll have a clearer idea of how enabling your customers to engage via different channels can create customer delight. Today, I'm joined by AJ De Kok, Business Unit Head at Container Virtual Communications. AJ, welcome. Hi, Yaku. Thank you so much for having me. So we always just start the show, just give us a little bit of background about yourself. Sure. So uh, my name is AJ, uh, as Yaku mentioned earlier. Uh, I look after Conteneo as the business unit head. And what we predominantly do is focus on the IPPBX and voice side of things from an ISP business perspective. And I think we play really well in the UC and contact center as a service um, uh, industry with our weapon of choice in this case being Cisco. Okay, excellent. Thank you for that intro. Um, so let's get straight into it. Um, the our industry is set with uh, all of this jargon and and all of these acronyms and stuff like that. So sometimes when we start hearing omnichannel, you know, it <laughs> sounds like a lot. What is what is uh, an omnichannel customer engagement? What okay, so like? so let's kick it off. So. Uh, if we think about the contact center world uh, historically, you know, how do we engage with our customers? So typically, it'd be a phone call. Um, you have a bunch of agents that are continuously manning in and outbound calls. Um, and that's how our customers used to engage with us, either via telephony or via email. So what what the, the transformation in the industry is moving to, and we, we mention the term uh, digital transformation, is your end users and your consumers are all moving, you know, more to the social channels like, you know, Facebook, WhatsApp, uh, Twitter, all the different other omni-channel or I would say social channel environments. So, um, and that, that's what it comes down to is your end customer doesn't need to necessarily, you know, call you uh, or call your business to engage where they can now engage with you via their preferred social channel, whether it be WhatsApp or if they, if you have a chatbot as an example. So, all the omni-functionality is around the customer's choice of engaging with your business. So if we if we had to take an example of that, and I mean, I think everybody has had the misfortune um, to phone into some other call center or contact center to solve something, your number is so much in the queue and you get <laughs> cut off and all that type of stuff. Give us an example of what a what a what will a, what is a chat engagement? What does that mean? Sure. So I mean um, we've all been on WhatsApp, we understand the 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 one to one messaging concept of it. So with the social channel integration within your omnichannel contact center, what that means is if I as an end user want to query a product or want to query something that I have with one of my service providers, I can do that via a dedicated uh, WhatsApp message. So I can send a WhatsApp, say, hi, my name is AJ. Um, this is my account number or my ID number. And there will be a, a predefined chatbot that will respond that's intelligent enough to capture the information that I am inserting and obviously querying a database uh, within the, that specific business environment. And uh, the bot already knows who I am. The bot can intelligently respond 
respond to all my questions, uh, all my queries, and that can be then filtered down and redirected uh, potentially to a live agent where I can actually speak to somebody or I can get my, my issues or my queries resolved via the, the bot's uh, artificial intelligence engine that looks after uh, my questions and queries and you know, gives me the, the respected answers or the respectful answers that, that I require. So, and to me, if I just sit and think about this and we'll get to that, um, but to me it sounds like so, so that, that time that I would normally spend waiting on the telephone in the queue, I can now just do that in a, in a different way, which is That's correct, maybe yeah. a bit less time consuming and, 100%. and more. Um, and, okay. So, and I've been in this industry for a very, very long time. Um, and I think stuff like digitization and automization, that's stuff that we speak about a lot. But uh, me, I, I'm still pretty old school um, because I think I still believe that people like to deal with people. But like you say, there's certain functions. So when you talk about this virtual agent, what what does that mean? It's, it sounds uh, just too weird. To I me. mean, one hundred percent. Let's let's go. Let's quickly delve into that. So typically, if you had a a, a business, and I mean, you, you know, your contact center is is um, in our industry is the lifeline of our business. It's how we engage with our customers, right? Um, and historically, if you the more engagements you get, you know, what did people do? They, 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 you throw people at the problem. You, uh, you employ more people, you get more people in your contact center to obviously man all the calls. And, and you know, with the economy being as it is, um, we need ma a mechanism to, to capture more customer engagements, you know, and also kind of alleviate our current agents so that they can put their focus onto, you know, more pressing issues. So okay. what, a, what a virtual agent does is it is essentially an intelligent uh, AI engine that can receive queries. It can, whether it be over text, whether it be over voice, because it uses a voice, a Google voice recognition engine. Um, so it can listen to what the end user is saying, it can translate that, and it can intelligently make decisions based off of the answer that it provides as well. So the virtual agent concept is uh, a type of bot AI functionality that, that gives the business the ability to steer uh, you know, customer interactions into the correct directions before. So, so, so like the, the, repetitive, the repetitive queries that people yes, get, correct, yeah. you can offload that onto a, onto a, a robot, a yes, machine yeah. basically. So, so you can predefine, you know, um, uh, depending on, on what business environment you're in, uh, you can predefine your, your, your uh, I would say, popular questions and queries that, that you expect to receive from customers. You can predefine that and then obviously steer the, the virtual agent in the correct direction based over the customer query as well. And I mean, that's, that's stuff like uh, if you want to know what the shipping stages of your packages yes. or something like that. Exactly. Uh, like that, yeah. You don't necessarily want to speak to somebody, but uh, if, if a customer queries something, you now have this this yes. virtual agent sitting there and, and say, that, that's a perfect example. Yeah, you okay. don't you don't want to necessarily get on the get on a call or sit in a in a, in a queue waiting to find out what the status of your delivery or your package is. If you have a a, a mechanism to find that type of information without you know spending a lot of time whether it be via virtual bot or in a queue or on a call, if you can get that information via WhatsApp message or anything like that, um, I think looking at where we are as, as consumers, we want the easy way in terms of dealing with these type of well, I also, scenarios. I also think about it um, and, and, you know, if I, if I take myself as an example, uh, a lot of those type of my personal type of things, 
I tend to do after hours. Where, where, and then when you're, when you're running a people-type environment, people tend to want to sleep at night. Correct. So, um, you know, there's definitely uh, – I, c- I can see that there's ways that – uh, a, a business can create sort of more availability by by mm, being mm. Auto, able to automate that, and then and I'm I I, I also I don't want to get onto this bandwagon because I think for the past year our industry is all about this artificial intelligence and AI this and AI that, and all I see is Will Smith and iRobot and <laughs> they're going to take over the world. The but there's a lot of talk about AI. Yes, um, and how would how would that play a role in this in this uh, omni-channel custom engagement environment? Yeah. So, I mean, you are correct. Uh, AI has been a hot topic for, I would say, the last three or four years now. It's it's the the development of AI and the intelligence behind it has, has uh, exponentially increased. And the way that, that AI can benefit, you know, uh, any type of contact center environment or any call center type of environment is the mechanism how AI can, can retrieve information and the speed that it does it as well. So if you have to go and ask a question, and we mentioned a little bit earlier in terms of, you know, um, I want a status update on my delivery, anything like that. If you can uh, ask AI that type of question or direct that type of question to an AI bot or an AI instance, the time for retrieval of information is a lot quicker, you know, like, and everybody, like you said, even after hours, um, if you don't have a 24 hour call center via virtual agent and the AI integration with the virtual agent, you can run a 24 seven contact contact center environment where any customer at any point, you know, can either send a message or even call in and speak to an AI driven voice bot as well. So, I mean, there's, I think the, the, the hot topic around AI is the intelligence and the speed that that works around it um, that makes it very impressive. And, and that's why there's such a driving factor to incorporate AI into a lot of the business and w- systems. And what that then does, it, it basically, uh, as long as your information or your knowledge base is correct, um, it doesn't, the, the, this, you don't have, the, this skill level that you're dependent on from a people perspective is in least, or that is you correct. don't have to yeah. have that many. Um, and, I actually want to come back to this when we talk about contact center. I've, I've been trying to avoid that. You'll see in, in everything <laughs> that I've written here, I've, I've, I've tried to avoid using a contact center because it, immediately it creates this perception this is a big business thing, but yes. we'll come back to that. Um, and I think to me, the more we talk about this and, and explore the benefits of it is any type of business with customers that uh, contact them, for services or support or anything like that can now um, expand the mechanisms or the, let's mm. call it the channels that w- yes. through which their customers can can contact them. Historically, it used to be email and phone calls, and now we can we, we can just expand what those channels are. When, and you know, I've now had one or two of these engagements with customers. When we talk about these things, and again, um, uh, I think in our industry we tend to overcomplicate things, and then it, it starts looking so massive and, and yeah. uh, onerous that people just don't do anything and they just, just stay on the phone it, yeah. calls. Um, so, but for me, what I've seen is, is there's there's two big issues when we start talking to customers and and sort of onboarding or integrating this into their business. One is is how do you integrate into systems? And then, the, and then the second thing is then is then because um, again historically uh, it was so complicated and so technical that once something is in place, 
uh, it's very hard to change it. Yes. Uh, so I, we, you know, your your let's call it that omni-channel engagement gets built. But then if I realize next week that I don't want uh, the engagement to go in direction A, I want it to yes. go in direction B, now I've got to get all of those expensive programmers and consultants coming in and yes. it's just like a never-ending story. So those two things seem to be a recurring theme that comes up. Can we maybe talk to sort of um, how does integration into existing yes. systems okay. work? And then maybe let's talk about that that flow control, if I can use that term. Okay, cool. So um, if you think about um, your core business um, systems, whether it be a CRM or any type of database where you are storing customer information um, or anything like that, and that that's becoming a, a must-have requirement for any uh, contact center or call center type of environment, right? You want to be able for a, a user or a customer to phone in and you need a mechanism to already go and query your database of that customer information, look at the customer journey, the last few customer instances where they called in or logged the ticket or whatever the case may be. So when the agent receives the call, you already knows where the customer journey is at and you know if is the customer irate or what is the customer scenario. So a big focus and, a, and a, I would say um, something that, that like I mentioned, is is a must for most businesses is direct integration with their core business systems. Um, so, but the minute we talk about yes. that, it's uh, that to me sounds like it's massively complicated. Uh, it's, honestly, it's it's probably one of the easiest things around the the whole contact center solution. So, if you look at historic on-prem type of contact center solutions, right? So, the the historic problem with that is if you wanted any new type of features and functionalities or integrations, there was a lot of development work that went went into it, right? And what that means is dev work me means you know infrastructure, oh. you need skills oh. behind it. There's a lot of uh, factors that come to play when you want to add new type of features or functionalities into your current environment. Yeah. Whereas with a contact center solution, in this case, I'm going to refer to Cisco uh, contact center or yeah. WebEx contact center. Um, it is a contact center as a service. So in this case, the service provider manages the, the solution on your behalf and they specify and build the integrations which are already predefined within the system as well via API and all those type of things. So okay. the API scope for the contact center is wide open and it's a very, I, I almost want to say uh, low-code, no-code type of scenario. And we'll get to that specific term when we talk a little, about, a little bit about the, you know, the flow builder and how you drive the direction of your engagements as well. Okay, so so just for clarity, APIs is basically an interface or a, or a mechanism to communicate with a system or a database. Correct. And what you're basically saying now is because this solution sits in the cloud as a service, that that those channels to to communicate to various business systems, like a Salesforce or a Microsoft Dynamics yes. or something like that, that exists and correct, and, yeah, and uh, already you know, predefined, yeah. Okay, and now. Okay, then let, let's then get to the second question. So now we've built it. I thought I wanted it in this way. Um, we now we build it. We go live, and after kicking the tires a bit, we go. Okay, I actually don't <laughs> want the the transaction to go in direction I wanted to go in direction Correct. B. Does that mean I've got to now go back, uh, get the, those expensive developers back in again? 
redo the whole thing or how does that work? So not at all. I mean, with in this case, I'm referring to, to the WebEx Contact Center. There is a tool that we refer to as the, the uh, flow builder or the core oh, flow builder. Okay. Right? So what that basically means, and, and I mentioned I'll refer back to this term, it's a, a low-code, no-code scenario, right? Okay. It's a drag-and-drop interface where you can specify from the first engagement, whether it be via the social channels or via a voice channel, and you can build the flow in terms of how, where do you want these engagements to go. So you can direct every single engagement or transaction to a destination and then predefine parameters as to where it needs to go next. So you control from start to finish what the, 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 the customer interaction uh, experience is and whether if a customer has already spoken to an agent, you know, automatically or or you know, streamline the process of already logging a ticket within the CRM or generate a sales lead or whatever the case may be. So the, the need for that custom dev uh, has kind of fallen away now and the end user uh, or the IT administrator, whoever is is administering the contact center or making the, the decisions in terms of, you know, what, what, we, what do we need to change for uh, in terms of interaction or flow process that can be managed completely by them. And like I mentioned, it's a drag and drop interface. It, it makes it a lot easier to manage. And you don't need to call IT for any changes or, or schedule any type of maintenance for, and, for and those And to things. me, that's, that's uh, in terms of how you're describing it, to me, that's always, that's always the sticking point around doing a, a, an, a, again, that's why I said I don't really want to use the contact center <laughs> word, because it just sounds like it's just for big business and, sure, and this yeah. and that. And the reality is is in the bulk of the conversations that uh, you and I have been fortunate to, ha to have with potential customers or customers, um, uh, they have an idea what they want, but, but that flow, which is, I mean, uh, uh, obviously a great word then, uh, that flow sort of reveals itself once you get visibility and you see, okay, but how are customers mm. actually getting into you and all that type of stuff? Because it's it's very difficult to know if there's emails going all over the place and yes. phone calls going all over the place, and then all of a sudden you open up chat and this yep. and that. You don't really know. So so to me, when I think about this is is when I start on the journey, um, that that uh, we we're gonna keep on improving and yes. improving it at, un, until it's. Uh, that uh, much subject for today, that, that customer delight until we've yeah. made it as frictionless as possible. I want to mention, so with this flow builder, obviously if you're dictating the, the flow of communication from the various you know, omni-channels or voice or whatever, um, from a reporting perspective, if, if you can understand you know, where, where's my, my highest form of engagement, you know, is it via uh, email, is it via you know, WhatsApp or, or my Facebook page, if you can understand via reporting, you know, what is your your focus on or where your, where your most engagements are coming from, you know where to put your focus as well. Um, and via that, you can also make decisions in terms of, you know, do I add additional functionality? Do I add additional questions into the virtual agent? You know, how can I make the customer experience uh, a lot better or a lot seamless? Because, um, I mean, customer engagement uh, or the, the quality of customer engagement runs hand in hand with custom, customer retention at the end of the day. So the easier I can make my customer, easier I can make it for my customers, you know, to engage with my company, the easier and the, the more the customer will keep coming back, you know, because okay. it's seamless for them. It's, it's, it's not a lot of effort. So I think now, that's very important. Now, on that note, and you've teed it up perfectly now, um, you know, one of the things that we, that we do here is we always make it real. And again, I've now reiterated a number of times, I don't want people to get the perception that when we talk about contact center, it's a building yes. with a thousand agents sitting <laughs> there and it's just this, 
for some insurance br- uh, company or, or bank or something like that. Um, I want to talk about a sort of a real life example, uh, which to me was was sort of a, a left field uh, um, development because as it happened, um, my mind wasn't really thinking that Context that center, that, yeah. that in, uh, the solution would work in something like uh, uh, that specific industry. But you've been engaging with a, um, a customer that's in the in the motor industry correct uh, well i mean let's call it it's a dealership where, yes. they, where they sell cars um and um they sell cars <laughs> not not a contact center environment it, it doesn't sound like that. i mean <laughs> how technology technologically advanced do you need to be so c- can you maybe talk around why why are you talking to a car dealership about contact center? Yeah, um, What's I mean, in it for them? Um, I'm in the same boat as you initially when when we started having conversations with a specific customer, um, and and it's the same. We we keep on referring to the contact center, but I mean that's not necessarily what it is. If at the end of the day, right? So, so what do they see? What do they? How do they see this so, solution so to be? They they changed my perspective on it as well, and I refer to that now as a customer engagement tool, right? It's a source of engaging with my customer and expanding that via multiple channels. Right? And if you think about a car dealership, um, typically you have salespeople walking around the floor. Um, they'll have a phone on them to receive calls and then every now and then there'll be a service booking or whatever the case may be, right? So when we initially engage with the customer, we kind of had to understand, you know, what is what is the aim around what they want to try and, to try and achieve? And one of the, the problems that they were facing is on the inbound, you know, customer engagement, you know, there's no... There's no tracking in terms of, you know, making entries into a CRM or, you know, there might be bookings that are being missed because, you know, um, okay, it, so it sometimes let, becomes so, a So let's problem. make this real. Uh, is typically a car de- dealership would have yeah. a website where they advertise your stock and then maybe via social, other yes. social channels, uh, be it Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Yeah. you the end user, you browsing, you see, okay, cool, I like this car. And then from there, then... Like what you say now is, is is how do you how do you track that customer's interest? Sure. So so what we've done for them is we we've integrated a chatbot uh, onto their website. So first of all, the moment that you log into the website, there's a little chatbot, and you can go to the specific car that you're interested in. The moment you start interacting with the chatbot, that'll automatically send information through to the contact center saying. You know, the chatbot asks for the user's uh, information, first name, last name, contact details, etc. Yeah. And that information gets logged as a lead to their CRM platform, which the sales team will then pick up, you know, and, and engage with the customer further. But I mean, that, that process started with somebody just typing in the name and phone number and the information has already been processed down to a, a lead for a salesperson to contact. And then in that chatbot, will you then say, I'm looking for a 4x4 yes. that so you can, must you can, be and, and then You can color. specify and predefine all that information. So what we've done for them is the moment you engage with a chatbot, you, the user's information is asked, and then there's a few follow-up questions. And it's not uh, questions that uh, the end user has to go and type out. You know, it's uh, click on the different options, make it super easy. And based off of that information, it'll already send information through to, to the dealership for them and to contact or it can redirect them on the website to you know a, a, a more refined search in terms of what they're looking and for. And that to me is such a beautiful example of what you were talking about because uh, I mean uh, people tend to be busy during the workday so tonight at nine o'clock when you're sitting uh, like I want to know can I Correct. I don't have to now wait till the morning to find somebody to mm. to find out more about the vehicle um, and then my my 
bugbear in life when it gets to to cars. I always uh, I leave the house in the morning, <laughs> promising my wife I'll be I'll, I'll I'll book the car in for a service, and in in the afternoon when I get home, she goes, "Okay, so <laughs> when did you book the service?" I go like, "Ah, oh, I forgot. Yes. They got to me." So. Um, yeah, so, so what we've done for them is, um, especially one of the, the, the issues they had was, you know, booking of services and ensuring that when a customer makes a booking, you know, there's a, a relevant or a correct, uh, I would say, entry where there's an available slot in the, in the calendar for that specific dealership. So what we've done is, and this is via the, the chatbot or the the WhatsApp chatbot integration is the customers could start a message with the chatbot. The chatbot would ask, you know, what is the, what is your query, do you want to come in for a test drive? Do you want to book your car in for a service? And all these are selectable options on a WhatsApp chat. So the, the end user has the ability to book his service via WhatsApp chat. And what that does is the WhatsApp chatbot will go and query the CRM database calendar to ensure that um, let me let me present available dates for the end user to select what whichever is easier for him or his availability. He'll select a date, and the moment he selects it, he'll receive confirmation, and the booking has been made into the dealership CRM. So you don't, there's no yes. human interaction <laughs> other than the customer booking it. Correct. Yeah, and then all that happens is if the customer has to cancel a booking, he can interact with the chatbot again, and the chatbot will present him with additional dates that he can move the booking to. You know, so. Um, when we think about the automation side of things is you don't have to have uh, a floor manager or you know somebody in the workshop that constantly has to man calls and make manual entries and then later on read that into some type of CRM or a calendar. In this case, the, the whole process is automated. So um, there's, there's less room for any error from a booking perspective. Um, and I mean, we're all humans, we all make mistakes. So in this case, you, you, you mitigate that factor uh, completely. So um, that, and when you think about this whole scenario, um, talking about the, the contact center side of things and, and that's where I, I, I had to wrap my head around, you know, we should stop referring to, to contact center and start thinking about customer engagement because, I mean, that's, that's what the tool essentially is. You don't necessarily have to have a, a major contact center environment with a bunch of agents. You can use this tool oh. as a customer engagement to extend your business onto various platforms to make, your to make it easier for your customers to communicate with so, you. So you're leading perfectly into my next question. <laughs> I was going to put you on the hot seat there. Um, so, is there is there a, a customer that that is too big or too small for the solution? Not at all. So I wouldn't say there is a maximum or minimum seat requirement, right? If you run a small business and you need a mechanism, you know, to interact with your your customers, you can be a one man show, as an example. Because what the the agent will do is the agent will you know capture information regarding all the interactions with your customers. And you know you don't have to sit on the phone the whole time. You don't have to check the, your your social media platforms in terms of interactions with your customers or messages. So there's no minimum requirement. And you know the what you can you, be a plumber or, yeah, exactly, or an electrician yeah. or a doctor Correct. or anything like that. And if you think about how do my customers get to me, and how can I expand that to to make it easier for my customers to get to? Correct. Do I do I what, what if I'm a one-man band and I don't have a, a CRM system. Do I even need that? Um, I, I want, uh, it depends on what you want to achieve with it, right? Um, at the end of the day, if you need a mechanism to, to contact your customers, whether you're available or not, um, that that is a mechanism to do it so. So you don't need somebody to to 
you know, feed information to a CRM. You just need a mechanism to ensure that when a customer contacts you, that customer has a satisfaction by receiving a response back and saying, you know, I have received your, your, your message or your email or whatever the case may be. And that customer isn't going to phone you and say, listen, I sent you a mail or WhatsApp 10 days ago. Exactly you that. Know, um, it, it gives your, your customer the peace of mind to say, okay, cool, I am being looked after. Um, I think that, 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 that customers want that, that feeling of, you know, somebody is, is listening to me. And I think that's what that achieves through that. And I mean, that, that goes to my, to my topic of today, the quest for the uh, connected customer journey. And, and I think that's, to me, um, the, the, the way in which this technology will in, enable us to, to enhance ways or expand ways for our customers to, to speak to us um, can only can only make them happier and and more satisfied. Yeah, I agree. I mean, when when we initially looked at you know different uh, contact center opportunities, because we are in the you know the voice and contact center and UC business, um, when we initially looked at the contact center, the whole idea around was just contact center, right? We wanted to try and service the bigger contact centers. But the more we delved into the features, you know, of the platform, we kind of realized, you know, yes, there is a definite market for contact center with this specific product, but you can also target smaller audiences and, and other type of business scenarios. So um, to me, it was kind of an eye opener. So, you, you know, you learn everything, uh, learn something new every day. And um, this is why we, we kind of went with, with Webex in this case, because, you know, the, the flexibility of the platform and, and the product itself um, is a lot more than, you know, what is on the forefront. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, and I think for me then the, the invitation or the, or the challenge then is, is, is if there's anybody that's listening to this and you're not 100% sure if it, if it can service your business, then reach out to AJ and, and let's have a chat. Uh, you know, nothing venture, nothing gained. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you can reach myself or, or somebody in Conteneo via our website as www.conteneo.co.za. Alternatively, you can send an email to support and we'll pick up that query. But I mean, yeah, we are open to, you know, demo the platform, demo the product, you show you guys what it looks like, show you the features, functionalities. Um, and we're open for discussion in terms of, you know, all type of scenarios around the contact center um, and, you know, voice and using type of abilities as well. So please feel free to contact us. We're, we're okay. excited about this whole scenario. Fantastic. Awesome. AJ, thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Thanks for listening to Unbundled, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to demystify technology so that you can make smarter decisions for your business. Remember that you can listen to all of the episodes on the Cliff Central app or website. And for added convenience, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. And um, if you're looking for help with communications tools for your business, please make sure to visit catalytic.co.za. Cliffcentral.com.